This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hey guys, we have a very special episode of the You Up podcast. We do a full review of Love is Blind. If you don't want spoilers, turn it off right now and come back to this after you've watched the season. If you're going to watch and you don't mind spoilers, you're going to hear a lot of them, but I think it's a pretty entertaining conversation. Otherwise, if you've watched Love is Blind, check out this episode we go through from beginning to end, all the couples, share it with a friend who's a Love is Blind fan because they're going to love it too. So check it out, share it with a friend who loves Love is Blind, and if you haven't seen Love is Blind yet, be wary, there's spoilers. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. It's so great. This is a special pop-up episode so that we could bring you our commentary on the TV show that everyone is talking about. Love is Blind. You guys keep asking. You guys are like, we got to hear some perspective on this show because I don't think like the difference, you know, with a lot of reality TV shows, it takes two years for the... the online infrastructure to build around a show. Right. Like now you can trip over a Bachelor podcast. You can trip over a recap. I mean, you guys invented the game. I mean, that's very... One of the the original Bachelor recap hubs. Right. So now every chick and her mother has a Bachelor recap. Every Instagram account. So with a show like Love is Blind... With TV shows, everyone is like wading into the waters of TV shows. If we do, if we're talking about TV shows to in general, get to add their commentary to like, well, first of all, when someone comes up to you and goes, "You gotta watch Love Is Blind," you go, ah, "Okay, right," and then you need thirty more people to tell you until and you see it all over the place and yeah. see it everywhere, and then you're all of a sudden you're like. I it's Sunday. It's on my time. You don't mm-hmm. you don't want to get bullied into a show, but you do. When you get there, you don't want to. You do admit you're like, I yeah, I wish I was here earlier. But now, the all the commentary that comes around it doesn't happen until like season three. Right. Well, this is now Netflix. It's all up there. You can totally. watch it all at the same time. I had so many people telling me that this show was like something to watch. I at first, to be totally honest, I watched half of one episode. I was bored. I turned it off. I was like, forget it. Then, like, 16 people texted me, asking me about the show, and I was like, eh, honestly, like, I don't really understand. The concept doesn't seem that revolutionary to me. Sure. And then they were like, no, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, so I keep got, going. Yeah, I got past the, like, critical mass of the boring, like, small talk in the pods. Yeah. Um, and it turned out to be a pretty addicting show. Yeah, it is. You gotta uh, watch the next yeah, you gotta, one. It's like when then someone tells you to run. They're like, "No, you gotta get to the runners' high." Right. I never <laughs> actually had that. <laughs> no. But <laughs> I see what I, I, I need like the, the reality TV high. Yeah. I would say I'm with you. Right. It, the Bachelor is my kind of like what I would compare it to, but it's mm-hmm. not the same as The Bachelor. It's kind of like 90 Day Fiance meets like Married at First Sight. Meets yeah. like kind of the bachelor. If the ba- the bachelor starts 
up here. Starts high and then kind of slows down as the season goes on. Like right. it, it, this kind of starts low and gets high because you're working towards an actual wedding. I think right. the other difference is The Bachelor ends and these two are engaged. Right. And then you go away. Yeah. They don't this, have to get married at any. There's no like clause about when they need to get married. There's no time ticking bomb. Here's my big issue with the show is that the the question it, it stands to answer is love blind is not actually the experiment that is playing out. No. The experiment is like, are you crazy enough to legally marry someone six weeks after you meet them which has nothing to do with like is love blind is not (laughs) i agree with you let's go through the show because we want to make sure that if you haven't seen the show or if you're we want to let's go through the beats of it because i kind of took some notes okay okay? so we've both watched the full 10 episodes there's supposedly a reunion this week well we Um, just both learned very recently that it was filmed in 2018 this was filmed in 2018, and they're all people who live in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. So this is an interesting thing. It makes me more excited for the reunion because now we're two years away from when some of these people got married. Right. And we're wondering, are they still together? What has happened since? Yes. If I thought it ended six weeks ago. Yeah, so did I. This is the most interesting reunion now because you're like, oh, enough time has actually passed that we get to get actual... Totally. Like, reflection on what this whole thing was. So the premise of the show, let's start with that. Okay. The premise of the show is that they're going to have 10... Tw- I don't know how many... 20, there's 20, They start with 20 people. Did they? Is that right, how much? Yeah, it's 10, wo- 10 women, 10 men. They all are they're living together for 10 days. They're living... The women, yeah, together. the women are living together. The men are living together. Um, and in, then, in what would could be best described as a futuristic. Remember that Jennifer Lawrence movie with Chris Pratt that didn't do well. I kind of know what you're talking about. Like, Where I, they I didn't lived see in a it, spaceship, know, yeah. and they woke up midway through the flight. Right. It kind of feels like you're in a futuristic version of a, of the world. Like right. like like the world had ended, and they were both moved into male and female fallout shelters. Right. Doesn't it feel like that? It does feel like that. So they're living on two separate wings of the house. Right. They're living on two separate wings. They can't see each other. They have to walk into these rooms to speak to each other basically through a wall. It's kind of like being in a chat room, only you can like hear the person's voice and they're like across the street, the thing from you. It's kind of like catfish, but like you don't have a fake picture. You just have to imagine them in your It's like if we did this podcast with a wall in between us. Right. That's basically what the, the pods are. Yes, not exactly the most revolutionary thing I've ever heard, but fine. And supposedly, because they really edited this up, they're going through basically doing a version of speed dating. Yes, where it's like you're an I would be in a pod, you would be in a pod. We'd talk, yeah. we'd have a date, and then you'd have a notebook, you take notes, and then you'd move on to the next person. Right, and that's kind of where we start. And our ho- um, and what we. Start figuring out is who's getting connections in the pods very early right. on. Like there's connections being made. There's people that you see in the background that like they don't Never even see cover. Again. Like there's that one right. virgin. There's a guy they, they go, is anyone a virgin? And it's like get, me. And the guy's like me. And you never see him again. Yeah, we do. They do one face to camera interview and it just looks like he just ate some woman. And, and they're like, okay, get rid of this guy. There's the guy who's giving the advice who also yeah. supposedly, okay, apparently also like there was more proposals than that. They just chose to only follow like some of them. Which, They got okay. more serious <laughs> that, or something. So, so now we, 
We're also, the show is hosted by Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. I have to say, um, Nick Lachey is one of the worst TV hosts I've ever seen. They feel like they, <laughs> I agree. They are awful. They have these long monologues that right. like never seem to end. They have no personable sense of like. They never seem to care about the contestants. It seems very uncomfortable. They, I feel like someone was like. Like, Nick, do you and Vanessa want a, like, free trip to Mexico? I know you're not doing anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you yes. could just come on and, like, and memorize this, like, very short script and just say it, like, the same exact thing, like, four times. Do you You guys think... can come to this five-star resort. And he was like, oh, of I haven't worked in 20 years. Like, sure. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> right. I can give Vanessa a job, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we both get paid. Yeah. And also, they keep doing this long thing and they come to the end. To find out if love is really blind. And like, you're like, yeah, you're in front of people. Like, talk to these people. <laughs> it, what, what really ends up happening in the first few episodes that aren't that great. Yeah. The first few episodes where they're in the pods, and we'll get down to the details in a second, but like, just to ha- hammer down Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, it's like they came down from Mount Olympus where they are... The ones moving the chess pieces of these people, right? And they're like, and like they, it's like they know the they they give these monologues like they know the future, like they're like like they're like winking a nod at like, oh well, we'll see if you peons can figure it out along the way because it's gonna get weird, right? And you're like. Shut the fuck up and talk to these people. Just speak normally. Just speak normally. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're the wor- That's all you. As a host, you just have to speak like you're a normal Be human being. Be a little being. bit their buddy, like, like Chris Harrison. Like maybe he's appreciate like, Chris he Harrison. He says hello. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Hey, buddy. Or like, how we doing? Uh, you ever watch Survivor? I've watched Jeff Probst. I yeah. know. I'm There's familiar. There's just like a whole different vibe <coughs> of like. Yes. You seem like a real person like what it's, it's just like the worst thing it's i've ever seen like they came down from the hollywood hills to talk to these yes. poor loser idiots that can't find love exactly but the i other... just kept i just kept thinking like if i were jessica simpson and i'm like oh, i God. have an empire now right <laughs> this is what my ex-husband yeah. from newlyweds is now and his new and his wife are like doing like i won <laughs> to think that we watch newlyweds yeah, you watch that. And everyone show. thought Jessica was like was the a dumb big, one, dumb idiot. Right? And it's like now she's a billionaire with a shoe empire. Yeah, and Nick Lachey is hosting fucking Love Is Blind. Is reading fu- terribly. Is <laughs> yeah, hosting it terribly and 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 memorizing a thirty minute speech. <laughs> it's thirty minutes of them talking. The I other, don't even think they're listening. The he, people. They, yeah, I wouldn't listen. I, I fucking fast forwarded. Like, like, we're eating breakfast. Yeah. Can you finish? Just tell us. <laughs> we go in the pods. Is that what we do? We'll go talk to these people. Then their attitude is annoying. Like them coming down and being like, we'll find out if you guys can survive. Love is blind. That makes the contestants feel, get a self-importance that annoyed me. Yeah. They keep talking about the experiment. The people that are contestants on the show bother me because they kept referring to themselves as if they were chosen by the government as the best and brightest. Taking part in this experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found me. I'm a scientist, so I'm I'm the big... Oh, they they want to know how a scientist will go their day. No, you all had two months free to fucking do this. You're You're a bunch of losers. You're like... Literally half a step away from just having met someone in a chat room. Yeah. And it's like you're they're talking like like we'll get into some of the characters in a second, but some of these idiots 
talk like they like they were plucked from a like an SAT you know course that they scored the highest on. Right. And it's, it's like no, especially no, 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 no. the scientists. Like, I love this idea. This like, idea of just meeting and it's like, <laughs> dude, like all of you, right? All of you are just this, dumb idiots that couldn't get on the bachelor because you weren't good looking enough. Yeah, you were, you were, you were, mi- you were misstitched clothing that was sent to the okay. to the to the to the outlets. Speaking of the bachelor, I thought that Jessica was Annalise. Do you remember Annalise? I remember Annalise, and they do look they alike look exactly now that you mentioned it. exactly the yeah, same. You're right. I was like, did she come back it's, and it's, just go on this show and pretend she wasn't on the other show and rename herself? They have the herself? same face that looks like it was drawn by the cartoon cartoonist who made Big Mouth. Right. And the same, <laughs> like, I think they're both, like, pretty, but, like, they had also had the same energy, which is, like, older, desperate woman energy. I, I agree. It's the opposite of big dick energy. Again, yeah, older, desperate woman energy. <laughs> yes. The complete opposite. It's yeah. like a frantic, uh, like, like, desperate, oh, I find somebody. I'm somehow on this reality show and this is like my last <laughs> chance energy. Yeah, you you were in the middle of Duck, Duck, Goose and you <laughs> look like you're running around the circle. You're in Ring Around the Rosie yes. and you look like you're running around the circle looking for a fucking chair. Exactly. I, but, to center on their looks, and I don't want it to become that we're not hammering their looks. Here's the thing about Love is Blind is that they're not as no one on the show. Lauren is an exception, but like Lauren's mm-hmm. the highest we get is hot enough to be on The Bachelor. It, they, it is a different looking show than Amber The Bachelor. Amber could have been on The Bachelor. Amber she, wouldn't have been been. The hot, she wouldn't have been the hottest, but she would have she could have been on it. But even so, as a group, okay. we're saying yes. this was not a group you would expect. To, the men especially. Right. Like, yeah. Barnett supposedly are he's hottie. Like, yeah. And he's like, fine. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not put, I'm not turning down Tyler C. For, right. for Barnett. Yeah. I, I agree. But he's like the star. Of the, right. He's totally, like but he's the, the stud. Yeah. He's the lead stud in charge. Right. Yes. Um. The other thing about the looks thing is if you're going to have love is blind and everyone's a seven, Mm -hmm. that kind of defeats the whole purpose of this experiment. Right. It's more like, does race matter? Does age matter? They made race the big thing. It's like, like not, but like, why does this, you still get to have to meet them before. It's not like you marry them. You do marry them based on the thing. Like, well, I guess the the looks did come into it towards the end, but, I think you need someone that is societally right. considered ugly. You need like a gremlin. You need someone right. from the show Six Hundred Pound Life to be yeah. casted on the That's show. That's when you know if Love Is Blind. That's exactly if it's like, like here is this hideous monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is blood? Like the show the right now should be called Is Love Thirty uh, Twenty Vision? Right. Like, what's the, I don't it, even know the numbers. It should be called like should, Could you move twenty percent from like where you're expected? To, uh, to expected yeah. hotness would you be. go up to someone else right. in the bar that you wouldn't normally go right. up to would you move two steps up or down yeah for- <laughs> it's, it's not this isn't love is, this is love is is blurred yeah you know it's not yes. blind it's like if you got drunk and you like and your vision wasn't quite what it was would i you kept be thinking when that door opens and they have to see each other for the first time like like the fact that all of them could go oh, i can work it with also this like kind of annoying that like okay Kelly, to get into the characters, was like, "Let's let's read the couples." All right, let's okay? read. Okay, because we'll go through. Do you want to go through each couple individually? All right, yeah, let's let's do a little recap of each couple. Okay, so we'll start with 
You want to start with the least interesting? Sure. Would I would say Kelly and Kenny, Kelly are, and Kenny. are the least interesting couple? Because yeah. at first I was like, they look like brother and sister. Uh, I think they're going to actually make it. Like, it I, seemed I, like I, they worked. Yeah. It seemed like they worked. It, they were not centered in the pods. We didn't get a lot from Kelly and Kenny. Right. They were like thrown in after. Totally. Really, more. And, and we were like Kelly and Kenny. Very little drama in the pods. Little mm-hmm. drama in the pods. And little drama till the end. Right. In the end when Kelly suddenly like, oh, I'm much too hot for Kenny. Not true. <laughs> All of us were like, um, really? Right. If anything, even I thought. As, even her mom was like, I like, right? I don't think you should I be leaving this I thought they were guy. actually pretty much on the same attractiveness level. Totally. And maybe he actually was like, maybe a little bit more attractive than her. She she was all like, Kenny is someone I would like never go for. And like, yeah, and I'm like, why not? Why he not? looks like someone who I would put with you on your to- level. Who I would put with a lot of people. Right. Not to say, you know, that they're yeah. both, they're both no, saying, fine looking people. Saying. They're both yeah. fine. She, but she was acting like she was like so much hotter than him, which if I thought you, was if, weird. If I had a friend that walked up with Kenny, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't spit out my drink. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? And if someone walked up to me, you know, I, he could have said that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I felt like they were like pretty evenly matched. So in what that were you end. annoyed by with Kelly? I was annoyed that she was acting like she was so much hotter I, than Kenny. I know. Well, here's the thing about the show. And I kind of this is what I really wanted to talk to you about. OK. <laughs> I don't think they should be showing this show at any of the women's marches. I okay. <laughs> I was actually talking to Eileen about that. Okay, this um, doesn't. I, my perspective, and I, I, I agree, it doesn't make them look. It makes it doesn't women make us look, look great. Really bad. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> and, and, here's and, the funny thing is for most of the couples, it's kind of like the women get this like thing that societally we've all like been trained to be like this is the ultimate thing, and then once they get it, they're like, I got a lot of shit to change about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> and and also. You do feel from all the female contestants, most of the female contestants, and I was like, I was willing to give benefit of the doubt to say, well, I'm a man. I'm looking at the men Mm -hmm. and thinking they're being normal because that's my normal life. And I'm thinking the women are crazy because that's not my normal life. Yeah. So that's why I was interested to hear your perspective because I was like, maybe the men look bad too, but I got the feeling, I was like, the women to me, like, I was like, this is a... Like Kelly will tell is telling everyone on a show that's going to be on Netflix. That's not a national TV show. That is a global (laughs) television show. She's telling anyone that will listen. I'm not really attracted and I don't even think I'll be able to orgasm with this guy. (laughs) Like that is the most insensitive. She was telling the hairdresser. Just like Giannina. We'll get to her. <laughs> I'm not even... We're starting with the... This is the most boring couple. Right, yeah. And I'm sitting there going... No, I what thought that Ken- was... Kenny seemed like a great guy after she dumped him at nationally in front of everyone, which I still don't understand why they had to do. She couldn't, like, send a text being so like, hey, I, Rob's not going to do this. I have to uh, I have to assume... They don't so, let you do that. So, basically, the premise of the show, if we're going to go through it just so before we get into the couples, I guess... I, I'm sorry, listeners, if this is haphazard. We're just excited. If you excited. haven't seen it and you want to see it, there's a lot of spoilers here, clearly. <laughs> this is, oh, yeah. We should have said that at the beginning. Right. Maybe I should say we'll We'll tape something to put at the front. Mm-hmm. But they do the pods, and then they get engaged. They, they pair up and get engaged. 
and then they get sent off on like a mini moon. They go to Cancun, and then all the couples that get engaged get into the mini moon in Cancun. Then they end up moving to the same complex in Atlanta, and all the couples are basically living in their starter home together. And then after they're in the starter home, they have to plan a wedding. Meet each other's parents. Meet each other's parents, and then they get married. And they have this like kind of like haphazard wedding that's set up. It's all in the same place. And it seems like they're forced into, if they get to the wedding, they have to give their answer at... Yeah. The altar. They've got to put the dress on. They've got to do the hair and makeup. They've got to pretend like it's a normal wedding, but then they just can. That's how they have to say, I, I will or I won't. Exactly. Is love is blind? Right. Yes or no? And it's like, so if that's the game, I'm willing to live in the world of the game. I do under, I agree with you. When I first saw them getting to the altar and like going, I can't do it, I'm like, why would you put everyone through this? Right, like yeah. why? Why would you? Right. you, you had like, your friends you have travel? Told them this, like before, you had to get bridesmaids so yeah. that you could just be like, and I will not. Yeah, it's it's weird, <laughs> right. and I'm like, who would do this to someone? But right. it must be that if you go to the wedding, you have to go. Right, and they must know that it's like they don't do a good job. And this is back to Nick and like Vanessa Lachey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should have explained this a little yeah. better. That you get to this altar moment, and that's where Kelly and Kenny. Kenny says, I do, and Kelly says, I don't. Yes. And Kelly walks out. Her family's there. Kenny, also, Kenny and Kelly's family, like, come together. They break bread. They seem like, yeah, they seem like they got, they seem like a great couple. It seemed like it all was going according to plan, and Kelly's basically like, I won't be able to orgasm with you. I'm she never out. even tried. She never. They never had sex yeah. leading up to this. This is also something that doesn't get talked about in The Bachelor that gets talked about in Love is Blind. Sex is a big part of the show. Yeah. I mean, I think sex is a lot, of, a lot of the times like a hormonal, pheromonal thing. So she was like, I'm just not feeling that. I just feel like you're my friend. That's what she like said. You're my and friend Kenny. That in, so then she walks out and Kenny, I got to say, Kenny Great set guy. himself up for... <laughs> An endless amount of blowjobs. Yes. From your Even mom. Even Kelly's mom. Yeah, Kelly's mom. Every like, mom in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She literally right. says. So then he turns and he goes, he he said it. I've never seen. Kenny's the most mature person on the show. And he looks even, and this is back to the male-female thing, where it's like, he looks at the crowd, he goes, hey, tonight's, today's not my day. I'm really sorry to make you all come out. Just want to let you know we're appreciative and I love you all. Right. To her family. Yeah. And then goes off stage and then they're still taping him. They're like, do you think the relationship will still go on? He's like, it's not the time for that. He's like, I and really don't like, want to talk about this. I really don't want to talk about this now. I'm just trying to get. And you're like, and they're like, do you think? And I'm like, Kenny. And, and here's the problem when a woman says, I don't feel it with him. Mm-hmm. I get DMs because I'm hearing from women on Instagram and they're going, I heard Kenny's penis is small. Like, shit like that. Okay. And it's like, that's not fair at all. Like, I and, and I don't think women... Well, why do you think Kenny wanted to marry Kelly, a woman who he had not slept with? It seemed like they had a connection, I guess. Well, this is where it comes down to, like, this whole male-female thing and what this podcast is a lot about is, like, this goal of the marriage. Like... Kenny seemed like he was like, this woman is the match for me. But she won't sleep with me. It doesn't even, to him, it seemed pretty virtuous and, you know, like, I don't mean to put him on a pedestal, but I'm saying, like, it seemed like he was about her. Like, I don't think Kenny 
was going to have sex on their wedding night and go, oh, I don't know about this one, and get weird and stop texting her. Right. Like, it didn't seem like the game. Yeah. If you're going towards marriage, well, that's it's the thing. more than that you for think you. About but then these women are, like, trying to get to marriageville, and it doesn't matter who's at stake. But if you also think about, like, again, like, there is this sense, and I think a lot of, like, female dramatic relationships, and again, like, I don't think, like, this is a woman thing, or this is, like, only women do this, but there is the sense of, like, it was almost, I think, for Kelly, it was, like, too easy. She's like, I need to be fucked with a little bit. I'm the kind of person that goes on this Netflix yeah, show, well. right? I clearly need a little drama. And she was just like, and which, which it sounds, it sounds like, oh, she's a lunatic, right? But it sounds like, she, but I can, I sort of understand where she's coming from. She's like, yeah, this seems like a good, normal guy. Everything's going well. There's nothing like dramatic about this situation. Well, There's nothing like. Yeah, but he's reliable. Again, this is our most boring couple because right. we haven't even gotten to the crazies. Right. Okay. What What was interesting to me is that Kenny, if Kenny had said the things that Kelly said to the camera, to the people he was around, he would be in the top crazies of the show. As a male, that would be very way more destructive than it was given credit for a female. Like okay. her saying... I don't really feel it. I don't think the, you know, I don't, I think we're more friends. I think, you know, I don't want to have sex with them. I, I'm not well, attracted. She even said, she even brought up her ex. She goes, well, everyone would say that I was inf- infatuated with my ex. Imagine if Kenny went on this show and was like, I don't really feel it. I don't really want to fuck her. And I, you know, ask him, ask me about me and my ex. We were infatuated I with think- each other. You'd be like, Fuck you, Kenny. Well, well, here's what I think the difference is. I think Kenny would have been out a lot earlier if he actually felt that way. He wouldn't he would, have he, stayed along. He would have just yeah. been like, he, I think he would have just seen her and been like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling attracted. I'm like out. Because I think the, the difference that shows us the difference between dictator. men and women yeah. is that she, for her, like the sexual thing was more mental. And I think she was like, if this were if this were a man, he wouldn't let it get that far. She's kind of like say, I ain't she's trying to rationalize yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, like maybe right. I'll get there. I'm gonna do whatever. Like a guy, like his, I think his penis says yes or no. For us, it's kind of like the, the it pe- tells you maybe you're right. Your vagina is like maybe I could work with this. Maybe I could warm up to this. Right. The penis is like get yeah. out the fuck out. That's why the, it would the get- penis is a dictator that's like chop off her head. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't yeah, that's there's no fair. man who would get who would be who would spend six weeks with a woman that he didn't want to have sex with ever. I, I agree with you. I, I I think and you're like wondering, like I guess it's funny because in a dating scenario, in a real world dating scenario, that maybe is more uh hurtful. Right. It's more hurtful but that a guy will fuck quicker. you and then leave. Yeah. In Love is Blind scenario, it's more hurtful (laughs) that the girl will go to the altar even though she knows she doesn't want to be there and embarrass you in front of your friends and family. Right. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. That brings us to our, our next couple, which okay. is Giannina. So Kelly and Kenny do not get married. They do not get married. Uh, we'll find out more. So now you want to go to, the, or Let's, do we want to get Carlton and Diamond out of the way? All right. I forgot about them. I watched Car- them last week. But <laughs> Carlton and Diamond. Carlton. Carlton is wrong. I think we can, we can all. Here's, uh, so they, they meet in the pods. Carlton tells the audience that he. Used to be bisexual. Or he's currently or bisexual, he's, right. but he feels the vibe of a woman. Right. In this instance. Yes. He wants to settle down with a woman. He wants to settle down with a woman. And Carlton holds back this information in the pot. Before pops. he proposes. Then he proposes. She says yes. They go to Mexico. And Carlton is like, I got to tell you something. And he handles it. What in the only thing to talk, I, I mean, he, he handles, handles it, it really weirdly because at first yes. he just makes himself like overly sexual, right? He's just like calling himself daddy and trying yeah. to like make it almost more sexual to the point where he's like trying too hard. And she senses that like he's being really weird. Sure. Right. And, and Yes, absolutely. So then she goes the next day. She's like, you're being really weird. Yeah. Like, can you just tell me what's going on? Because you're you're acting kind of like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. And he's like finally admits to this thing and she says normally okay let me like think about this let me like process this let me have a minute sure totally fine totally like i agree totally normal right so she thinks about it the next day she sees him she's like not like angry she's just like i do she's like the more i think about this like i do feel like you should have told me this earlier totally understandable thing to say right 
And he's like, well, no one. And then he goes into like defense ego protection mode. And he's like, well, no one but you has ever even like had any sort of slight issue with this ever. And she's like, well, if that's the case, why didn't you just tell me? This is this proves so many of the theories I bring up on this podcast when I'm yelling and screaming. Which is which is like the internet version of being good versus like the real version of conversing with people. Right. Because there's what he the language he was speaking and any of you can go back and 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 you can go listen to this. Mm-hmm. OK. He's speaking in language that he feels the internet will take his side. He goes. Right. No. Oh, you don't. You're, you're ignorant. You're like, ignorant of right. my sexuality. Right. You're you're putting you're, you're judging me. He uses language that is you can't disagree with on Twitter. Exactly. But she, all she's saying is like, let me take a second to understand totally. this. I feel a little hurt by like not having all the information. And and he's looking at her and going, oh, so you hate bisexual people. You don't right. believe in. Because you don't no think, one. Right. No it, one else has ever had an issue with this. But you. Exa- right? Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, no, people in general need a minute to decide whether and and again this is back to like the bachelor with madison she held whether she held out the information that she was a virgin right and then people were like you're gonna judge someone for not saying that they're virgin well she's on a show for two months with the whole premise is that she's gonna get married at the end of the two months or right. being proposed to that's an important that's part an important of part life. of her life that it, it would be the same if she held out that she's a vegan it would be the same if she held out the information that she was bisexual right. it would be the same it, all of these and, things and like are the we same say with a lot of other things like if she was like, okay, like now I know that about you. I don't know if you're as much for me as you were before. I don't think that that's like makes someone like an ignorant, terrible person. No, that means not like at all. that's not a match for her. She's not saying no one should love you. It would be so easy to make that person evil though. Right. That's, that's, and Carlton tries to do that. He is the worst at it I've ever seen because <laughs> no one took Carlton's sides. Everyone saw that he took it badly. And it's also a lesson for dating because I kept thinking of people going when she was like, you're acting weird and we're all watching going, yeah, his total, his whole thing has kind of switched into this weird ultra macho, um, like trying to go against the character of someone he would maybe think would be with a man. Right. Like it it was all drenched in this like, over masculine thing where you're like yeah we can all see he needs a therapist he needs to see yeah he needs to speak with someone and it's like any of our dating stuff where you go man you're acting a little different you're being weird your texts are coming in differently you're 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 making less plans this could be related to anyone that's not it's not everyone's hiding that they're bisexual right some people are just hiding that they want to fuck a lot of women yeah, and it's like that's why they're being weird. So it's like to anyone out there dating, I, and I, I, I want to stay on topic of the we're looking at the show, but also like for this podcast, you see something, say something, right? And well, it's that's not what personal she did. to it was, you. It was and good. He yeah. made it personal to you as a defense mechanism. He looked at Diamond and he goes, "Well, you're ignorant. You're this." When it's no, 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 these are all your problems that have nothing to do with. Like I wanted to look at Diamond and go, "Get out of there!" But she did, and she did, yeah, and that, and so. The end of their relationship is that she's like, we got to break up. It's, right. it's a broken up. And he thing. tried to make it like we had to cheat that, that it was because of that. It was not because of that. It was how it was because of how he handled that, like pretty totally. much entirely. And, yeah. And, and maybe, also it, because maybe of that. It had, yeah, maybe it was also in part because of that. <clears throat> 
But that's it, also like that's her right. If Fine. he had come out and said, "Hey, I've been with men before. I'm also I, I want to be with with you because I feel like our connection is the connection." Um, but I've always been bisexual, and she had said, "Now knowing that information, if he had been totally normal about giving mm-hmm. that information, I still wouldn't blame." Yeah, I think going, it's totally, I, it's kind of like we say like the guy wants to split the check like. You're entitled to be turned off by that. And you're entitled to love that love it too. Yeah. Both ways. So their relationship ends, which also their relationship ending in the mini moon era is why I get uh, biased towards some of the women on the show. Because even though he's the one who clearly fucked up in that instance. No, no, no. Carlton fucked up, but I'm saying. Right. In the other relationships, now we have a proven couple that didn't work out. Right. Any of these people could opt out at any time. Mm-hmm. So it's been done before. At any point, the people on the show, like, what is your end game if you're walking towards this engagement? So let's go to another couple, for well, example. Well, let's talk about Giannina. Right. So Giannina and is Damien da- Powers. The, What's his Damien Powers? Same as Damien Powers. Sounds like a a porn yeah, name. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> I lived on Power Street. My middle name's Damien. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, Damien Powers. Yeah, Damien Powers and Giannina. Yeah, is that how you say That's her how name? You say it. Yeah, I he kept... was the only man to get to the altar and say no. <laughs> yes, the only man. Thank goodness for him. Right. I mean, I... Well, I mean, it's 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 a little unfair that you're saying for all the women like. They're crazy, and, and like, for him, like, good for him. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, he's crazy for staying good for walking towards the out. You're right. Right. Because he should have, I can tell you the point where I would have ended it. When she was, like, starting fights for no reason? Yes. It, to me, Damien had the personality of a cardboard box. And he was like, oh, here's a really, like, sexy interesting person vivacious person right who's gonna bring like a little excitement in my life totally and it did feel like that so in the beginning so they meet in the pods Mm -hmm. and then he proposed i knew this wasn't gonna work out at the proposal right you're very upset about (laughs) well because what happened he does this whole thing he gifts her a box across the pod and the box is empty, and he's like, I'm your present. <laughs> and he has this whole prepared engagement speech. Right. And then she goes, oh, yeah, me too. I Well, I'm your present now too. She, like, totally takes over. She goes, It's like if I came in with this, like, planned stand-up act, and I was going to do a 45-minute show. Right. And then after, you were like, well, okay, hold on. I can do one too. <laughs> Everyone let me, like, wait, oh, let me give this a try. Let me give this a try. And yeah. everyone was like, uh, uh, okay. And it was just totally haphazard and not planned. Right. Because he had this whole thing. And then she goes, well, I'm I'm as strong as you are. I'm going to propose to you too. And I, and you're like, uh, well, who is this for? Why? Are you, what do you mean you're as strong as me? Well, she clearly like has a thing about power or like not. She or has a thing control. about performing yeah. for the cameras. Right. That's what it felt like. At that moment, you're performing. Right. Well, she gets crazier and crazier as the show goes on. Yeah. I saw that proposal. Well, I guess because I think I knew through you that she gets crazier as the show goes on. Right. And at, when I saw that proposal, I was like, okay, I can see it. But maybe I wouldn't have seen it Okay, if I didn't know. But I was like, I saw that proposal. I was like, that's everything I need to know. Like, if I got down on a knee 
and I proposed to Jess with like a whole thing and I had a photographer hiding in the bushes and I got her family to meet us afterwards and I got my family to meet us at a big party. Like I, I really put in right. the time and effort and then as I get down on one knee, she goes, get up. I'm in control. No, I want the power. I want to be on a knee. And I go, well, I... I kind of planned this whole well, thing. She, you would The reason that like she did that is because Damien Powers is so like vanilla that she's like, I kind of need to like m- more drama. I'm gonna like get in I there. Mean, <laughs> like you provided probably enough drama and like, but uh, I mean on your own. You're, but you're saying that if Mike got down on a knee, no, for I would you, never. I would never do that. That you would go okay. You would, and he had a planned thing, and then you go no. I'd well, be I like, gotta have a big thing too. Well, you're not gonna outdo me. That's basically what it felt like. You're not gonna outpropose me. Right. And it's like, well, he he actually put a lot of thought behind this. He got the box. He didn't seem to care that much about that. He didn't but, care. He did, but I yeah, knew. Right. <laughs> so then they get engaged. They go to the island, and the fights start like pretty quickly well before the fight start they have a romantic dinner on their like right, porch. she like seduces him she tells him i haven't had sex in 253 days she right. knows the exact number of days and i can't wait for like my ass to be slapped like it like the waves or to- something like something that. like yeah. that and she's like i gotta fuck you yeah it's basically the and you're like this is one of those like things guys say that's not necessarily fair to women, but like the idea that like she knew the days, I was like, this is gonna get wild. <laughs> like this is gonna get crazy. Right. I mean, she, I, th- she was that was like the most mismatched. I thought she was way hotter than him. Yeah, I. I mean, that she's, was one of the only. But she, she didn't really mind that. She didn't mind that. I mean, she needs help with her extensions, but she. <laughs> Was definitely hotter than him. Um, and they definitely looked like they would never approach one another at a bar. Right. And. But she. I also well, felt like Lauren she was and, like his yeah. daughter. Like the way that they were interacting was like. He was kind of like raining. Trying to like rein her in. The way she was yeah. speaking to him was like she was like throwing these tantrums and like. Well one of the tantrums is when I would have been out. Because they, she had a tantrum. In, she's in the kitchen. And he's in the bed. Yes. And does this happen when they move into their apartment? Yes. And she says they're arguing and the camera is right on her. Yeah. Is facing her. The camera is not exactly facing him. He's in the bed. But it's on her in the kitchen. She goes, you know what I told you? You know when when you you told me that this was the best sex ever? That's what she says. You know when you told me this was the best sex ever? Did you hear me say that? Did you hear me say that? (laughs) And it's like, that's evil. That was really mean. Not just mean to say to someone with no cameras there. You're saying that to the camera. She is literally performing at that point. Right. Like, we don't even know if that's true, but she knows how destructive a statement like that is to create drama. Yeah, she's terrible. She's terrible. He should have been out then. Well, then, then, at that point, this is when you know he's fucked up. Right. Because he goes... They fight about that, and then he then he goes, doesn't it feel better when we talk like this, like back in the pods? Yeah. He's like, does it feel better when we talk things out, when we don't look at each other? And she goes, <laughs> it does. It feels so much more intimate when I can't see your face. Yeah, right. and then they, oh, now sorry. they're like, they're like, doing their pod thing like that's how they like resolve well, that's, issues that's how the other i mean like we'll get it's to the crazy. other ones yeah. but it's like now it's like their weird like lack of, like 
fear of intimacy thing. Totally. Like, they're like, the only way we can talk is if we don't, like, if we're in two right. separate rooms and then I can and say, we reenact the pods. Yeah, it's the only way I feel comfortable t- saying terrible, mean-spirited things to you. Yeah, it's it's just... So him and Giannina go on. They have more fights like this. We meet her family. Yeah. And even her mom says something very interesting. She goes, now no games. Right. Well, it feels like this is a thing she does a she lot. She clearly has like a very a high need for drama. Yes. And like performance and whatever. But like also very skewed idea. I think of, I think she's, she's 25. She's probably in that very much like game theory that, sense of like what love is like when when he when he pulls when he withdraws she's much more interested in him sure. when he says like i'm you're gonna lose me she's like okay i'm into this and then when he's like affectionate she's like i don't know if i really want this yeah she's very much like i'm 25 i like love the drama i don't really want this to be a relationship it's really just about like the push and pull of like if you're into me i'm not into you if you're not into me i'm into you it's confusion which is it's, what he said it, yeah when he said no it's confusing uh, l- drama for love, like emotional right. output to love. Yes, and um, that's not the game. You know, love is more practical, right? When and when you really get well, into it, and you can tell where she gets that from when he dumps her at the altar and she runs out. <laughs> so they get to the altar. <laughs> Damien says, "I don't." Right. She freaks out. Uh, Kenny does a whole speech. <laughs> Hey, I just want to make sure everyone got an Uber home. I'll pay for the Ubers. Janina <laughs> is like, <laughs> runs out, is like doing uh, my best friend's wedding. Yeah. Sprints out, falls her in mo- the mud. Right. Her mom follows her. Yeah. And her mom's like, I can't believe you were the one to say yes and he was the one to say no. Like, it would have been was, better. Right. It would have been so much better if he was the one to say, say yes and you were the one to say no. I was like, yeah. This is like the lesson you're trying to give her. This like, is what you're worried about. Right, mom. Like now I'm like, I kind of get it. Cause mm-hmm. she's like, it's all about winning. The mom's yeah. like, it would have been better if you won. She's like, now he won. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, you yeah. look bad. You're like, the loser. Right. And now it's like, okay, like I understand now where like you're like your issues with like intimacy and totally. the way that like, lo- that like relationships are supposed to work. Um, and yeah. with winners and losers and, and you know, you know what I mean? It's like, all fucked up. Right. And, and, and Giannina, her whole thing was like very much the performance aspect of her was very much and it goes back to the proposal i'm a powerful woman i she's speaking in wokeisms that are found on twitter right like i want to show that i'm a, a good person i'm an and entrepreneur I, i'm a business owner <laughs> right. well tell us what the business is I'm sick of reality people. Instagram pictures of herself. Yeah, saying yeah. I'm a business owner and no explanation. Right. Tell us the business. Social media manager. I want to know. Yeah, you don't have to of tell what? us how much you make. Right. I just want to know what we're buying and selling. What's the widget? Tell us now. Are you? Do you own a store? Let me Google the store. Right. Or is it you with your fake fucking business because your parents have some money that they gave you that you can live off of? Yeah. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It 
has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while. So the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins multi-active cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's get into the love triangle. So we're going to go. So let's go to Barnett and Amber because Jessica's the one that you really want to sink your teeth into, I can yeah. tell. Yeah. You can do your mom's seething at I the can, mouth. I, I, yeah. can, I can feel it. So Barnett and Amber are... So let's start with Barnett. Okay. Barnett, when we first get to the pods, it's interesting to me that the guy that all the women are seemingly on Love is Blind to avoid right. is Barnett. Well, and then he ends up with like three three women yeah, after him. Right. It just shows you that a male confidence, that whole like big dick energy. Yeah. It's not about it, it is about looks, but like I guess the way he speaks to women, they're all in. What what do you think that is? I think it's just like the I think and again this goes back to like what I was saying before, it's the fact that he doesn't seem like he cares that much. They yeah. keep saying Barnett's like not really emotionally available. He's keeping things light all mm. the time. He's always joking. Right. His name he doesn't even use his first name. He's Barnett from the South. Right. He's not Matthew yeah, Barnett. Last, right. Yeah. He's going by his last name. That's how little he gives a shit about forming an intimate relationship with you. He's not even like presenting himself with his first name totally and it's it, barnett bothered me in the beginning because he he made one joke he made one dad joke and right. they're like and barnett's hilarious. hilarious and it's like <laughs> he, he just did a joke my dad does right. after after look when the waiter clears everything and goes can i clear do you mind right. if we clear i'm like that was a dad joke he's the male version of like the hot girl who thinks she's funny but it, she totally. like doesn't actually <laughs> like, right and they all knew that he was like was, sure. would be hot because yeah, like they knew he was hot right and it's so funny. Like, he had a little bit of an accent. Right. He had a little drawl. Yeah. Like, I, I I, did like Barnett 
towards the end of the show, I, I do think that he's a nothing. Like, it's yeah, like, he seems like pretty empty as a, as a person. It's an empty vessel that, right. you know, he goes to work nine to five. He probably does a, a CrossFit class. Yeah, he's and not, then think, he goes he's not home. thinking too much about any of this stuff. No, nah, it and doesn't he's never feel, had to. Doesn't seem as right. though. Yeah, and it's like, that's his draw, though. Right. And the, even the way that he picks the girls is kind of like, so he, eh, I'm not that into you, but like... It is funny that he dates in the pods like a fuckboy dates in real life. Right. Like he's like... Which is without yeah, the sex. I'm just kind of... Like yeah. just without sex. He's, he goes, I'm really into you. He tells three different women that he's really into them. Right. He opens up to three different women in ways that they take more seriously than he does. Right. He said... Because that's it's what it seems like. It's not even like... It doesn't even seem that manipulative, though. It's kind of like how he just... I don't think he's like thinking about it that intensely. It's kind of just like, in that moment, yeah, I felt like really into He's you. a metaphor for 90% of the guys we right. get written in about. <laughs> yeah. On this show, where they go, well, he said this, this, and this. He must care. Yeah. And Barnett and doesn't not, give a fuck. He's right. just saying these and things. And it's not that he's trying... Like, Jessica takes it like, oh, he's trying to like hurt me. He's just like, doesn't think about... He just doesn't care. He doesn't see It's the, always been so easy for him that totally. it's never even been something that's had to cross his mind. He doesn't see the connection between I saying, I really love my mom and my dad have and I have our things. Right. To a woman taking that as, wow... He doesn't say that to everybody. He has a hard time opening up. Right. Like he he doesn't see the connection of that. And most guys don't like saying uh-huh. like, oh, you should meet my friends. And girl goes, well, he introduced me to the friends. Right. And then he goes, yeah, if I have like to guys, I, I've said this on the show before, but like if you introduce a girl to your friends and you end it the next day, your friends are going to go high five. You're back on Tinder. Right. You know, like they don't give a shit. Yeah. And we're, we're taking it as like having so much more meaning. Totally. He's like such a good example of that. And Jessica was the most frustrating person of all. So Barnett has it in the pods. And this is before they've even seen each other. Like this is actually the most interesting part of the first three episodes is that Barnett has it down to Amber, Elsie, and Jessica. Yes. And Amber and him have this like southern connection that you can kind of feel. She's also like doesn't seem like there's that much going on within the empty there. vessel. Yeah. Elsie seems like she had some things going seemed like she had something to say, even though we didn't hear much from her. We didn't right. get to meet her as much. And Jessica, right from Jump Street, you're like, this is not a rational woman. Well, the issue with Jessica is like I was disappointed in her because she's so old that she should know better. Right? <laughs> and that's not to say that she's old. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying like, she's not I, for I, this I, I, earth. I, 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 she's not old for this earth. What is she, she's 34? A, she's 34. She mentions right? it 7,000 <laughs> times. She, um, she's 30. If, right. I know her age better than I know my own at this point. Well, yeah, well, I guess now she's 36. But she's 34. Um, and... The annoying thing to me is like Barnett. I know Bar. I like I've dated many Barnetts. Yeah, sure. Like, and I, I get I, the appeal. I understand. Barnett, the, I, right. I totally understood Barnett from minute one to the end. Right. I understand Barnetts very well. And I've from been like to 20, Barnett's wedding. I, from, I get it. From twenty two to twenty seven, I like probably like I. That's probably who I was like going for in mm-hmm. some sense. But Jessica is thirty four years old. Yeah. Barnett is a guy that you date when you're twenty five. He's not he by thirty four. That's what that's the 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 beauty beautiful thing about getting older as a woman sure. is you start to realize things that are bullshit and things that are not bullshit. Yeah, like the 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 
surface level things versus right. the deeper things. You know how to suss yeah, it out. Yeah, and that's why it's bet you get dating. You become better at it the older you get because you're like, oh, this sign means like this person's interested, or or you you get to pay more attention to the things that people say and the things that people don't say mm. and why they're important. And like for me, it was just like you're still going for this guy. Well, Jessica's also still speaking like an idiot. She right. is still going. I am this person. She does a lot of saying what she is before being what she is the whole. Mm. Show. Right. Where I'm just like, I don't understand how you haven't like learned how to date by this point in your life. Like she Amber made a lot more sense for me for him. Totally. And uh she also didn't have you could see it with her friends. I mean, to get through the pods part of this. So Barnett basically comes to a point where he has to let Lou you know, let some of these girls go, the three of right. them. So he looks he can only propose to one. Propose to one. So he tells Jessica pretty early on. Hey, I guess he did say he to did her, he goes, I can on, see right. myself proposing to you. Right. Would she, would she, when she was explaining that, she said it, I think she took that in an entirely different way. She Another, took it as I'm being proposed to by right. Barnett. She's like, yeah. he said that he wants to be I've with me. I've got mine. And he didn't really say that. That's what I'm saying. I, as like, now, like as someone who's now a little older dating, yeah. I know the difference now between someone saying, I would, I could see myself proposing you to, to you tomorrow, and someone who like Cameron, Actu- yeah, 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 actually just does propose to you. Sure, like she, her inability to tell the difference or like to to make a guy's words mean what she wants them to mean, mm-hmm. to me is just like such a younger, inexperienced dater like yeah, understanding of that. It felt like, and, and at every turn, it felt like because she mentioned her age so much. Mm-hmm. It felt like most, more than any of the other people on the show, the goal was, I'm coming out of this married. Right. And it felt like that hovered over every conversation she had. She came on the show, I will not be a loser 34-year-old unmarried wench. (laughs) I will leave the show with something in hand to show my friends because she also, I mean... But she was also not owning her standards. Like when I remember with her, she had a conversation with Barnett where he's like, you're not one of those girls that wants to like have a baby like right away. Right. And she's like, no, like that's not me. Like, no, that is you. Just say that's you. Just say it's you. And and so (laughs) Barnett ends it with her basically is like, hey, I'm going to let you go. And then it comes down to Amber and LC. He gets rid of LC. He ends up with Amber. They see each other. And you can immediately see the minute the doors came up when they saw each other, they're like, we're going to never stop fucking. <laughs> we are two dumb idiot dummies who will fuck all the time and never speak and just grunt at each other in between sexual encounters. Yes. And that's kind of what happens. They go to the island. They fuck a bunch. Uh, every time they talk about sex, they pan to them and they look at each other like they just stuck fucking gerbils up their asses. <laughs> like they're always like, oh, sex. <laughs> they're all they're all they're like Amber's a little annoying in that sense. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, she's a little weird. much. She's a little right. much. Amber then like. I'll kill you if you don't pick me. Exactly. Ah. Yeah, that type of shit. And Amber's doing like cutesy shit where she's like, basically, they end up getting married. I, I think we have to go back to do Jessica now. But like I, I to get through, Amber also is 20000 in debt, never graduated college, says she works to live. She doesn't live to work, right. which is what people with bad jobs and no jobs say. Right. That is the, that is <laughs> the classic. Basically, I am financially irresponsible is something that 
is is what that means. Yeah, it's a fancy way of saying I'm a loser. Right. You know, so, yes. no, so. I'm not like one of you idiots yeah. who makes money and has a 401k. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't keep to life standards. Right. I live my own life. I'm I, a bag in the wind. I take out student loans and then don't graduate from those schools. <laughs> and then and then put off payments until they rack up and and cripple me with debt. So I'm living in a fucking car in Walmart parking right. lot. Yeah. We don't buy it, Amber. I'm kind of surprised that Barnett married her. I'm not considering he's all like. It was like me, the least fuckboy move of the of the biggest fuckboy that I felt like they were epitomizing. Totally. I mean, I agree with you, but also it did seem that Barnett had, and this is a big thing for this podcast. It's like he kind of had that one square that hasn't been filled in his life. He's like, I got my dog. I got my apartment. Right. I come home. I got my job. I got a beer. I'm saving up. Right. I just got to get my girl. And also this girl like doesn't really care that he's like kind of like average and all those. Yeah. Other, he doesn't give she a sh- thinks he's like amazing. He's like I no mean, one. I think he said that he's like no one loves me like this girl loves me. Like and totally. I'm pretty. And deep down I'm sure he knows he's like pretty like average. I mean he's he was she spoke about him and he spoke about her as if he was uh as if he was um jeffrey bezos's son right like like he he had like the home was nice yeah the parents were nice the brother talked to him like you're gonna lose all your you're gonna lose your your trust fund and it's like what this castle this right this mcmansion in atlanta that costs what 1.5 mil like it's fine yeah so was- like but then she he goes to her part of town and he's like her part of town's a little rough and you're like yeah this is like a fine neighborhood too i i get like they made it seem like it was i think to them in their smaller worlds she he's the the savior right and he gets to be the king of her and he like kind of like that i guess of course yeah, right. why not and she's Although hot she, and right. i'm sure she gets you know she's fucking uh, crazy in the sack and she loves sex and right. all that stuff like they they are sexually compatible it seems yeah i guess it made sense anyway they wind up getting married they get married and then our least interesting couple well, then we got to go to Jessica. Right. And is yeah. It, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Okay. We'll finish. Because then we yeah. can. Because to me, Lauren and Cameron are what the show would want to show off. Right. They're like, oh, this works. The, We've got like the biracial is, couple. Not totally. biracial. Interracial, interracial couple. Interracial couple. Interracial couple. Um, Basically saying like. Love is, is blind. Love is blind. Right, yeah. And it's like. And to me, like. You know, I, 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 I understand why that is all there. Right. You know, like this is the one that they can go look at. And, and like as if we've never seen an interracial couple. You know, right. like, Whoa! <gasps> like it's almost more racist to be surprised by them to then like I'm not surprised they got together. Like, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, we and, and Cameron seemed like he was ready to go, too. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about Lauren and Cameron. Yeah, I mean, Cameron, they they have this, I guess, they have one intimate conversation. And he's like, okay, it's three days in. I'm ready to end I'm this thing early. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's, Let's do just pack it up. And Cameron seemed like he's like totally on board. He meets the parents. He's great to the mom. He's great to the dad. Right. The dad, they make him out to be this like racist guy. Yeah. They make Lauren's dad out to be like a black he's panther fine. or some shit. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's great. Like they get along well. And he's like totally reasonable. Yeah. Like, and then they end up getting married. And the whole thing is like, can Lauren give up her life as a content?
content creator. It's like, yeah, she can put a, she can find right. a space in in Cameron's mansion for her loomy light. Her light ring. You know, I was like, thinking that she was like, well, I have my light ring here, yeah. so I don't know if I could ever move. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. And but it did. There was moments where Cameron did come off like. He was be, a little creepy sometimes. A little creepy. He came yeah. off like he was uh, in the movie Get Out 2. Right. Like he's like, this could be your home. Yes. And you're like, oh, okay. I love black women. Yeah. He's <laughs> right. just, like, he just keeps going on and on about it. Yeah. It's like, enough, dude. <laughs> Sounds like a fetish at this point. You're, like, right. you're being a little much. But like, I, so they get married. We'll get rid of them. Right. They, they, Lauren and Cameron get married. It, and it seems like there's love there. It seems like the wedding was fun. Like, right. It, it, like it all... That's what I think Love is Blind would want to hang their hat on. That's their poster couple. Totally. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Now we have Jessica and Mark. Uh, okay. lots to unpack. <laughs> Jessica gets dumped by Barnett in yes. the pods. But she's like, I am not leaving here. She Stay doesn't well. take the dumping well. Yeah. She, like, even in the pods, she's like, you can see that she's, like, annoyed by this, but she needs to come out of it with an engagement. Right. Which, again, weird thing. I think it, at this point in her life, you'd think that, like, she wouldn't just be like, okay, well, this other guy really is into me, so I'm just going to... Well, do that. She meets this other guy, Mark, in the pods, who, as she's getting to know, who's who's ten years younger than her. He's twenty four, and they talk about the age. He's totally Mark is totally upfront about his age. He's like totally cool with with it. it. Yeah. Uh, She says she's thirty four. She's like, "How do you feel?" They they're cool with it. She gets dumped by Barnett, and then Mark is all just waiting there and in love with her. The best thing about Mark is he goes, I don't play second fiddle. And then he's like, but will you marry me? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, yeah. Bo- he both says something that's completely untrue, clearly. Because totally. He, and then just like does the complete opposite. But he does, yeah. he, it, it seems like he picks and chooses where he takes his mantras from. Right. He's like, my mom always says, you let someone go. I don't play second fiddle. And then he's like, and if you let someone go and they come back, right. it was meant to be. Well, that was the funny thing also about like, it just shows like the, such the bullshit about like these, like anyone giving you love advice or anything like that. Like Amber's with her mom. They're about to walk down the aisle yeah. and she's like, if something is like worth it, then you fight for it. But also like, if it's not a match, then let it go. She's like, so what are you telling me? Yeah, like, yeah, are you yeah. telling me that I should fight for it? I, I feel like I'm doing both of these things. Like, <laughs> I wanted the mom to look at Amber and go, get your debt taken care of. Right. <laughs> just get it paid off. 
off. Let him pay off your debt, and then you'll, and then figure, you'll figure it out it later. Out yeah, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Mark, I. I did but the feel, same kind of thing where it's like you yeah. feel like you have some sort of theory, but like none of this shit makes any sense. None of it makes sense. None of it's easy. I don't know why any of us are getting in relationships. Like I, right. I actually came out of this show going, what are we all doing? <laughs> why are we making we're all volunteering to make our, our lives harder? No, because some of them are so much happier. Are they? Some like, of them. I, I'd be happy Lauren with my seemed, phone. Lauren seems pretty happy. <laughs> so, yeah, they seem, I don't know. So, Jessica, Jessica, I think, carries this whole show. I think without Jessica and this like weird love triangle thing, I would have been like out many episodes. I don't know ago. when. I don't know the producers. Every time Jessica did something, I could just imagine the producers high fiving. I feel like she got like a terrible edit, or maybe that's who I she don't is. Know. I don't, I don't know. know if this could be. I don't know because so. Mark proposes to Jessica, and even in the pods, everyone we're all watching going. This isn't going right. to end well. So they end up going to Cancun together. Jessica says to him right away, I don't want to make sure that like they, we're not having sex. Yeah. And he's like, I'm cool with it. Totally cool. Totally <laughs> cool with it. And you're like, OK, Mark. And he's like and she's like, I just need the physical to amount to the emotional. And as Jessica, like it does feel like Jessica is acutely worried about what the outside world thinks of her. Yes. Every moment I'm 34 and I'm single and I'm not married. I'm 34 and I'm single and I'm not married. Well, what will they think of a, me I'm 34 marrying and a 24-year-old? 24 24 right. Oh, my God. What will they think? Then they get to the island. Barnett and Amber are fucking like jackrabbits. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I just don't think it's... I, I mean, I just right. wouldn't want to be well, that way. What will the other girls think of me that I haven't... I, but what I also haven't had sex, so like I'm, I'm worried. Compare, she's comparing her life constantly to like all the to, other people. To everyone else. And it's like... You do kind of get like PTSD from relationships. You're like, oh man, I remember dating a girl like this. Like there's moments in this show where I'm like, ooh, like the Gianna moments and the Jessica moments. Like I do have moments where I've dated people where I'm like, I, I got that like shiver down my spine. That was my Burnett moment where I was yeah. like, yeah, like I, this shit used to work with me. Yes. <laughs> so then what happens on the isle or on in Mexico, we see that Jessica loves to have some drinks. Yes. She's drinking. Oh, my God. She has a glass of wine in her hand in every shot. And as the scenes progress, she like her face. I've never seen a person so clearly in their face, like wasted as to- she is. Yeah, she ages 80 years yes. over the course of the six weeks production. I think her like tongue turns purple from all the red <laughs> wine that she's drinking. And she goes up to like she has these moments in Cancun, like right off the bat. Where she's like she's outwardly saying I'm not physically attracted to Mark. Yeah. And I'm not physically in it. I'm not physically in it. And then she's saying to other people, you know, Barnett's hot, but he's. And then she's like, you know, she's basically referencing how hot Barnett is. Yeah. And that's a guy I usually go to. But then she'll do this weird female thing where she'll go, she'll be so passive aggressive where she'll go, yeah, Barnett's hot, but like, ugh, so immature. Like, who could ever well, be with that? Like, oh, he's a different like, person off the in, in, than he was in the pods. It's like what? Well, it's due to her insecurity. It's kind of like totally. it's not. I don't, know if, I don't know if I call it a female thing because Carlton does like sure, like right. the same kind of thing too, where he's like, you know what I mean? He's projecting his own insecurities onto the other person. He's making mm-hmm. it their fault. Where she's like, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm. I think she's really just mad at herself that she's 
the guy she's the guy she keeps being attracted to are these like douchebags that treat her like shit and she's like if only i could be attracted to mark and, and only, everything right, would be worked right. out if only i could like like if only if i could be attracted to this guy who really likes me like yeah like life would be so great and that's why she keeps trying she keeps she like keeps sort trying. of trying but she's like also kind of sab- trying to sabotage it, but also well, then trying get, to keep it. <laughs> then they move into these apartments and their starter homes. Also, the starter homes, if I could just say, they are like the worst, most depressing divorced dad apartments yeah, I've ever like seen. Little weird apartment. Right. Just really depressing. Yeah. And so then they have Barnett's birthday. Yes. They're going <laughs> to. They're now like friends. They're not like the people from Friends. Yes. Yeah, Melrose Place. <laughs> right. Amber's going to throw Barnett a birthday party. And they're all going to go there. And Jessica, I would say Barnett's birthday party in the episodes of TV Lifetime. Pretty good. See, episode six of Love is Blind might be one of the best hours of television I've ever watched. That's a really good endorsement. I, yeah. I would say. And it's, you've watched hundreds of hours of The Bachelor. Millions. <laughs> I would say if anyone's seen The Office, the yes. dinner party episode of The Office it is the same amount of cringy and the same amount of entertaining as that episode, but the reality version of it. Right. Yeah. Jessica at one point gets really drunk, comes I'm over saying to Barnett. She carries the show a little she bit. She comes over yeah. to Barnett, and what does she say? It's like. She's like, I just want to make sure that, like, you're really happy. Like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling, like, super happy? Or, and, like, are you feeling like maybe you're not super happy? Because, like, I'm here and, like, I'm pretty drunk. Yeah. And like I like felt like we had a thing, and I was wondering if you still like remember that. And and dopey <laughs> idiot Barnett's like, oh, what? what? <laughs> I love my wife. Right. She's like, I just feel like I bring out like maybe she doesn't bring out like like a, a super like insightful version of you. Like, yeah, that's the <laughs> that, well, that was the device of it. She tried right put Barnett's such a fucking she's idiot that to she plant was ne- seeds in something that's not fertile. That's not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's going to a dry desert to plant a fucking orange tree, right. and she's like, yeah, I. She does this thing like as if he's gonna go. You're right. I was more insightful with you. Right. Is <laughs> that like, something that he values or even wants to be more of? Or that she even is a person that brings right. that out of people. She Right. She's what like, a, what she's a like, thing to elevate herself oh, and down someone else. She's like, oh, I have a real job. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, okay. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I have a job too. And I can he's just... literally just sitting there, I think, trying not to laugh, maybe. He's like, trying also it's to almost, be... It's a very pathetic moment. It's like very sad. It's brutal. And he's trying to also... He knows she's flirting with him. That's the one right. thing he knows. Because yeah. she is. She's being flirting. Yeah, she's like leaning to... Or the, if you look Touching at just, just the body language in that thing, he's like looking like straight and mm. she's like... Put, like maneuvering her body, like sort of hiking <clears throat> up her skirt a little bit. Totally. Like trying to like... Almost, it's like a very pathetic moment in TV history. And Amber sees this and like, you know, he even says, like, there's moments where they're like, yeah, this is like an awkward moment. Right. And then they have another encounter where they meet on the roof. After that. After that. Right. And, and it feels like Bart, she's like, I just want to She's make- like, She's like, someone may have said that, that, that I'm like into you it's like what you do when you get too <laughs> drunk and you black out and you have to like and you go back to that group and try to like fix everything right but she did it like very like just like badly well, she starts out by going i just want to get everything straightened out with barnett and he's like and they sit on the roof and she goes let's just straighten things out and he and he even says he's like yeah if there's like still a thing here i'm like engaged and i'm in that and she's like oh what are you talking about <laughs> 
<laughs> was I taken? What could possibly well, you, make you think that I'm interested? You, what? Me? me? <laughs> uh, who? Me? Uh, Jessica? Right. That's another reason why she's so annoying and like pretty pathetic is because she's just like not owning up. To, she could have if she was just like, hey, like, I fucked yeah, up. I'm having like a really hard time with yeah. this entire like getting engaged to this man that I don't like. And I have to sleep in the same room with him every night. And I'm supposed yeah. to marry him in four weeks. And like. I'm like freaking out and like I remember I felt I was like jealous. I'm extremely jealous of you sure. and I just like I'm not really sure how to deal with it but sorry if I made you uncomfortable like that's that, what she should That's the normal said. answer. Instead she plays the fake. I'm just so happy for you. Oh you don't even understand and it's like this like fake when you know someone's being fake to your face and you have to go along with it because right. he's like oh okay just making sure Please you know just, and like, she's go like away. oh and then making him the loser for even thinking that. Right. Because she's in the land of right. But also that that night after that birthday party, she goes back with with Mark, who's like trying to like be, mm. be nice to her, and she tries to twist what he's saying about. She is the queen of Giannina, twisting language. Was it? I forgot who I was like. It was like he, she was like Giannina's the best, and he's like she's nothing like you, and she's like why would she's you like, do that's that? That's my friend. That's my friend. Yeah. It, it oh is. no! He, you know he said he said she's like sec. She's like she's the second best. You're the best. Yeah, he's and trying like, to be nice, and she's like took it like she was like trying to like be flirty with or like make inappropriate sexual comments about her yeah he was like she's like that's my friend are you like are you saying sex my friend is like is like great sexual like i think barnett's like incredibly hot but like you don't hear me talking to you about that (laughs) yeah it's insane she does this well here's what she's trying to do and i've done this so i know it when it's being done She is trying to get Mark to dump her. Mm, oh, she yeah. doesn't want to be the one that's sitting there going. The, the, she doesn't want to be 34 and not married who turned down someone who wants to marry her. So that's Jessica's whole thing after they get right. from from the honeymoon until the 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 enga- until the altar she tries to do that the whole time. So it starts with her going, you know, with him talking about like uh, yeah, G and E is second to you, and she's like, right. "How could you say that about right. her?" Right. I mean, and, this is a rare case of a female really gaslighting a man. Totally, she's she trying it. to make him seem like very crazy when she is, in fact, like the being best. extremely manipulative and almost like <laughs> verbally abusive to him. Totally, the best right. is when they go back. So they go back to her house. Oh my and god, he, she's she, feeding the dog wine. She's, she's feeding the dog the wine. wine. She's drinking the wine. And then she goes, you know, I'm 34. I'm going to want a baby right away. And, and he goes, I love it. I love babies. I just love you. Goes, I want to have your baby. Well what, if I'm, well, what happens when I'm 40 and you're 30? He's, He's like, like, that's cool. That's cool. That's how math what works. Happens when, what that's happens, how aging goes. What happens when I'm 90 and you're 80? He's well, like, my mom's 90 and I'm this age. Yeah, that's right. She's like, well, I really don't like that you like love your mom. Yeah, and then she makes it about the mom. And then he goes, you know, my mom's like that. She's feisty. And she goes, are you trying to make me your mom? I'm not going to be your mom, okay? And, and it's like... You are fucking crazy. You are trying but, to get him to dump you. You're, you're. She was trying to do tattoo lose a guy in ten days. But also, then. like, who is crazier, her or him? Who's like, I've met the woman of my dreams. Yeah, I, I. She's. I'm so lucky. I feel so blessed that I'm with this person who's just emotionally abusing me every day and will not sleep with me. In the same way no that I would give, in me in, at all. In the same way, I would hope Giannana, Giannina would grow out of. I'm a business owner and I'm a woman who's powerful at right. 25. I would hope that Mark would grow out of 
I will just want to be in love and want to be with anyone, anyone that will, will be with me. Will right, be with me. Right. Like I would hope that because he is crazy. He would have gone through it. That's like the scariest part is that he yeah. would have like he was like very excited to marry her and then he cries in his mom's arms. Well, but. then you meet the mom and it kind of <laughs> makes sense. He's kind of feels like he's been mommed his whole life. Right. It feels like he's trading in one mom for another. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, because you look at the way he lives. It's so funny. She goes to visit him in his apartment and he's got a roommate. And a roommate and the girl, he lives with his roommate and her, his girlfriend. And they're all having Bud Lights on a futon. <laughs> with a beanbag like, chair. <laughs> with a beanbag chair. And Jessica's just sitting there like, I guess this is my life now. <laughs> and then they go to Jessica's place and she owns an apartment, has a dog. Right. And, and Mark's going around being like, this is awesome. No curfew. Oh, shit. And it's like. You know, you're just like, oh, and then they go to the mom, they go to Mark's family's house for dinner, and the mom's like, I'm the mommy, and like the mom is from a telenovela, and she's like, I just love that, I'm the number one, I get to sing in the queen's chair, and you could see that there's going to be like a little bit of weirdness between her and Jessica, and then the mom is obviously in control of this whole whole family, and she's like, and you can see Mark is just like in this position where he's like, I got to find a new person to make my bed. Right. It does feel like that. Yeah. And then she's again, just trying to do anything she can to make him like, get, I don't know why she won't just dump him or leave. Because she can't turn down. Right. A, There's something a, inside a, her a, a that wedding. won't let her do that. You can tell how, how she's much like, Jessica cares about what people think when her friends. Oh yeah. They're her like, friends meet up for drinks and it's like She expects it to be this like dramatic thing. And she goes, I'm thirty-four and here's the thing, he's twenty-four. And they're like, okay. They're like, okay, but then they go they go, um Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Priyanka. Priyanka. Uh, and then they You said you like them, remember? Heidi She's Klum. like I did say I yeah. like them. <laughs> it's like You're right, I did. Well if Heidi Klum can do it, <laughs> right. why can't I? Right. And it's like you're a fucking idiot. You <laughs> only care about what the you think Jessica thinks and she might get her wish now that she's on the cover of Us Weekly and people care about her life more than they do. Right. No one gives Everyone, I mean, a we all, fuck about your we've life. We all had those moments where like what like oh, I what have will to do that think? right. Yeah. But and she takes it to like a new level. She thinks every moment of her life is what will everyone right, think. Right, or if she didn't make it weird, no one else would make it weird. No, she'd go, I just love this guy. He's 24. It's crazy, but, you know, we're going to go through with it. He says he wants to have a baby right. If she was into it, right. it wouldn't matter. Yeah. She wasn't into it, and she can't turn and down a guy who's going to propose because she knows if she brings that to the brunch table, they're all going to go, well, you've already turned down love. Right. And she's it, trying to do whatever whatever she can. And it's so, so funny. Her last little kick is like, and I'm going to need a prenup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about a prenup? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know why she keeps bringing up all this stuff. I guess. You know, like, so then they go to the altar. She says no. She she didn't even have family there. Yeah. I mean, their wedding, all the weddings are pretty bare. Their wedding, more than any of them, looked like a movie that was out for six months already. Right. Like there's empty seats. She's got a few friends. She like didn't even tell. Right. She didn't tell that many people. No. I mean, I was for a second. I thought maybe she was going to do it because she was like, but then she was like, oh, of course I was never going to do that. She's like, there was just no way I was ever going to do that. Well, that's why Nick Lachey and Vanessa are such horrible hosts. We should have known going in. There should be. I. How would you. So that being said, we've gone through all the couples. Mm -hmm. How would you fix the show? 
How would you change it? Would you do anything to it? What would you do? I would give more context about like better hosts. The as rules. We said, right? What's the rules. going on? Yeah. But how, how this works, where these other couples went. Yeah. Also, like... Again, I don't really think the experiment is the is love blind. No. Like it would be is love blind. Like you said, if there was like a six hundred pound person on here sure. that like seemed to high societal standards like unlovable or something Absol- like that. Here's this person with like a big rash on their face. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, we need someone that has been affected by sight right. in their life. Life. Right. The experiment is really like. Will you date someone that you don't really know that well and, and listen, then marry them? We're we're two people that anyone can be hot to anyone. Like yeah. I, I don't. This isn't to disparage someone who is six hundred pounds, right? But if you're but, out there and your confidence has been ruined by something in your life or on your body or on your person, we all have our insecurities. Some people's insecurities get in the way of their mindset so much that they don't believe they can find love. Right. That's where love is blind would come into me. That's why they're going to hang their hat on the Lauren and Cameron relationship because they're like, okay, love was blind to race. And it's like, it's more like this just happened to work out. This happened to work out. I also think it's funny that apparently the producers didn't expect so many couples to get engaged. Like there were more couples than this that got engaged. They just chose to follow like some of them. Okay. Which also just goes to show like how crazy people are, how people will do anything in this day and age to get on TV. Totally. Well, I I did see the one thing I'll say for the experiment was taking away the phones and the distraction. Right. I think that is like a big part that they didn't hammer home enough. Like if this was called love is technology list. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like I would believe that would in be the, a more interesting more show. Interesting right. show if they were like, now we're gonna give each other your Instagram and go through the DMs. Right, and that's it's like, the more interesting part. The more interesting part was like with uh, Giannina and Damien when yeah. they get back, and he's like, "You're constantly on your phone." Like, yes, like you. And then I can't they even have a conversation with you. <laughs> She's like texting they, while he's doing. He's it. She's a, like, "Well, I'm working." He's <laughs> like, "What are you working editing on?" Editing this picture. How many likes do you get? That's what I want to know. I want to know her right. average. Like, She's like, and he's like, well, I haven't posted at all since I've gotten him. She goes, well, like, well, like, so, like, yeah. what is that? What are you trying to say? Also, like, like if we knew I don't care jo- how, many, how many times you posted. It's, it, yeah, that is a big part of a relationship. Right. That I would want to know. That's like, that a, I yeah, that was see. interesting. But I, I do think, like, if we had known the rules going in, like, if I knew that, that like, I think it needs goal, uh, benchmarks or uh, posts it needs like the bachelor the beauty of it is like you know where the beginning middle of end is people know when they can opt out Mm -hmm. there's a rose ceremony that is signifying of an agreement to stay another week the rose ceremony is always seen like oh who will he give the rose to but it's also who will accept the rose right it's a two-way street i agree so we need those rose moments i think in this show that a better host... Like, I don't need Nick and Vanessa there together. Get rid of one of them. Yeah, there's no reason to I don't need to two have- bad hosts. I need one good host. Right. Like, and I need... They don't have to be famous 15 years ago. They could just be like a normal good Put host. Put me on there. I'll, yeah, I'll fucking host, host. This show. I would love to host this show. You'd be like, listen, this is the phase where now you get to see if you want to have sex. Yes. Okay? <laughs> like, the sex thing I thought was so interesting. I think that... I think it also shows for women that it's really a lot mental if they can get oh there or not. God. It's so much... It's so little about like what the person looks like and so much... Because Mark's... Jessica made him out like he was some troll. He's no, just like he's not the tallest man she's ever seen. He's a good-looking guy. He's someone's foot. Right. Someone thinks she's she's just like it's entirely mental thing. If he had if he had treated her like shit, I really think she would have been more into him. 
Yeah, I I guess. Or like I, or like held his love like sl- like you know what I mean like with withdrew it yeah. or like did that game that played a little bit different. Yeah, I I I really do think it's so much more mental for women than it is for men. I just think it is absolutely. I mean, it, it. I mean, this shows it, but like, it is so interesting how quickly the women were willing to air that, like. To just be like, and think that doesn't affect a man's emotions at that's, all. Like, right. I mean, that's fair, but like, also the guy, well, men. There's so many men who would say that kind of thing. They just wouldn't be on a show where they would get married in eight weeks. I think. Sure, I, I'm not saying there I aren't think that weeds disgusting out, men. That weeds out <laughs> some of the potentially more like just like because this is. It's almost like the, the a guy deciding to go on the show is sort of like a woman deciding like that she's gonna just like have sex on camera. Yeah, like do you know what I, I mean? Like that. on Netflix, it's kind of like. But do you think? Do you think like let's say the guy? Let's say you know Mark and Jessica. They see each other. They he proposes, and then they go. They bring them off to do interviews, and they go, Mark, what do you think of Jessica's looks? And he goes, Yeah, I'd bang. Do you think he would look? <laughs> Like any better? Like like I I, I don't, that, but I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be shocked. He would look bad. Yeah, but that's a, probably a lot of their attitudes. You know, if yeah. They, I mean, that's a different show. If it was reversed, though, like that's not the guy who's trying to get married. Maybe sure. The I think guy that, who signs up to to propose to someone in ten days that they've never met and then get married. That's so far from what any normal man would ever do. But do and you think, women, but like even more so, man. But do you think that a lot of women's dating lives would be helped by a guy not having his phone and having less choice like to me this like to see to to hear that nine of them got engaged and they could only center on six is crazy it's crazy to me because so all these men they met them in there and they were like they like even a guy barnett He's in love? I don't... Yeah, like, I didn't really I, understand what would drive him to do that. But is it... Is the the elimination of choice the experiment? Like... Well, that's... Yeah, that might be the more interesting part. You know, Well, like, I mean, that's what The Bachelor is. It's like, you have a very finite pool. Sure. Your pool isn't everyone hot Pete. Like, yeah. it's not everyone in America. Mm-hmm. It's these 20 women. Yeah. And you have to choose between them. That person is much more likely to propose to someone. Also, more likely to get to know someone. Right. That's the big thing. Because a lot of men are out here, like, and when the women write into our show, they're like, well, he says he's not ready. Well, I'd also assume that that person also isn't really getting to know you. Right. He's holding back from getting to know you for real. Whereas, like, in that pod situation, like, like if I opened a bar... That was called the pod. Okay. Like, would women seek it out for their first dates? If I opened a pod-like bar where you couldn't see the other person and it was only for dates. And, like, I've been making a joke on stage recently about how we should all just masturbate at the first date. Like, before we meet each other. So, like, I've been doing a joke about that. And I do believe that a little bit because I think a lot of like men would be a little bit different like on these things. about Mary. Yes. Get yeah, it out of yeah. your system. Don't go in with a loaded gun. Mm-hmm. Would a pod date get you like where you don't even see each other at the end of the date? Where you walk into the pod, two people start talking and then they leave. Would that pod date and then you can sign up and then you click a at the end of it, you hit a light switch, which is a, with a yes or a no. 
mm-hmm. for a second date, would that create better dates than how we're doing it? Now, this is what I'm wondering. Would men be more infatuated with the women? Would it change the dynamic where these dating apps seem to favor men Right in the dynamic of men who are looking to but fucking not get to I know. I think you. what we learn though here is that like for women, it's like there's like there's more of like an X factor. Mm. So but like I wouldn't do a pod date because I'd be like I need to know if there's like a chemical thing, mm. something un- not necess- and that sometimes like I'll look at a picture of a guy on a dating app and he looks just like his picture. Um, on the date, and I remember feeling like he does not like he looks so different than he did on the date, but I'm just not feeling like an That's attraction, which yeah. I think is less of a thing for men. Way less. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll be on a date with a guy who's like fine looking, but I'm, there's something about him that I'm just like I wouldn't. I don't really want to like touch. I him. mean, back to that Mark example. I don't hear a lot of women doing. Yeah, I'd bang. Right. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you don't hear that from women really, a lot. Right. I mean, like, we'll like there are go- there are actors it. who you think are hot or something like that, but like I don't know any many women who are like. Oh, like I'm really into that male model. Yeah, like male models for women are not like for guys. There's so many. Like there's guys who only date models. You right? don't see a lot. A lot of women yeah. are not like oh, like I just want the hottest guy. Mm. It's not really the case. It's more like the thing that they want. Yeah, you the don't hear. I'm wondering thing. if a lot of male models get DMs that are. I'm sure they get sexualized. I'm DMs. sure. There, I mean, there's yeah. so there's a lot of people in the world. I'm but sure there's some people who are like. But sure. I think for the vast majority, it's more like. There's like a Does the hot dude with thirteen hundred followers get his sent naked pictures like a hot girl with thirteen hundred followers? Definitely no, not. No, yes. not at all. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. It it is also interesting. And that's why I think a lot of these women like they get there and then they're like, I don't want to sleep with them. There's just not that thing. Yeah. Not even that they're not like attractive, it's just like they're not that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I think we did we do? I the think show? we did a really good. I this think is we're, the did show. we do a good job. Yeah, I think this is a really good rundown. Of I would love, love to hear back from people if you like this because this is a different episode yeah. for our show. If you're new to the podcast, go look. If someone sent this to you because they were like, "Oh, you love Love Is Blind," you, this is a great podcast. Go check out our other episodes. <laughs> you know, yeah. we talked about this well enough for you to get this far. We do. Obviously, there are spoilers, and yeah. if you want, <laughs> I hope you like the recap, and um, we will see you next week. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.